Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. One of the challenges of making a documentary is that so many heartfelt stories are shared, but never used in the finished film. A clip or two might appear in the behind the scenes footage, but mostly the interviews wither away through time, memory, and the ones and zeros of the backup drive. One way I've thought to remedy my guilt is to release the entire interview in podcast form, but it just didn't work. I interview differently for a documentary than I do for a podcast. Fortunately, last week I got an idea. What if I share stories from the cutting room floor? I could feature extended sections of interviews, stories, and anecdotes from past episodes of Getting Work to Work the series and other short films, not to mention clips from abandoned projects. The first entry comes from my short film about cartoonist Jack Kent. He shares what it means to be a fearless creator through his main projects, sketchy people, and goals, and the best advice he ever received for creating art. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 701. Through the course of making documentary films over the past 20 years, I spent a lot of time with people. I hear their stories, connect with the things and people they care about most, and hold space for them to share their emotions. It's a powerful process and results in interviews that hopefully go beyond my own expectations, but theirs too. But with all that time spent, not all of it makes the final cut of the film. For example, the first episode of Getting Work to Work the series, featuring cartoonist Jack Kent, was a 5 minute and 45 second film, but the interview itself was 40 minutes long. Weaving together snippets of the interview to craft a story is the process, but so much is unused. Stories that don't fit in but are still important, anecdotes, emotions, my awkward questions, it's all there, gathering digital dust. The question I've always had about this is what to do with it. I still feel a sense of guilt about this. Do I export the entire interview and share it on the podcast? That would be hard since you can barely hear my questions. So I ask myself, should I mic myself up on future projects so that I can use it? But what I learned is that I interview people differently on documentaries than I do for podcasts. But last Sunday morning, I was having a lazy day, just kind of sitting on the couch, petting the dog. An idea hit me in the form of doing a from the cutting room floor approach to these interviews. I asked myself, what if I built monologues around stories from these interviews? There could be something there. But just like any idea we get as creatives, what you end up doing with it is far more important than the idea itself. So I dove into Jack's interview and found a section full of stories and advice that all creative people need to hear. He also shares some insights into his projects, sketchy people and goals that didn't make the final cut but was still really entertaining. So the question that I asked that kicked off this section of the interview is this. Do you ever get afraid or are you just a fearless creator? Let's hear what Jack has to say. (laughs) 
Fearless Creator. I think the, for better or for worse, I think the lens of the artistic vision might cloud my judgment. Like one time I was in Toronto and I went up to the CN Tower and they have a, a glass floor where you look down and it's just down and down and down, so far down. I mean, it's like Jimmy Stewart vertigo. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, but I got my camera out and me being able to look through my camera allowed me to step onto this glass and just look down into, you know, tiny little cars and come back out. Whereas if I didn't have that camera, like that lens being able to look through, it's like the, that it's the artist thing. And if I've got the idea to go through it with that artistic lens, cannot be fearful, always be going for it. There's been moments um, that I have to turn the camera to myself and go, I think you're being sketchy in this moment more than anybody out here is. And there's definitely those those times where I just have to go like, yeah, you're being you're being sketchy, dude. Like, I'm being weird. I've had that multiple times. I'll be chasing somebody down a street, running after them. Excuse me, I gotta draw you. Like, if I saw that, that would be a sketchy person. Like, I, there's been so many times that I've been a sketchy person. That's the, the magic of this project. Um, is just making those connections that you never thought you would make. Seeing Larry and Cesar in Pioneer Courthouse Square at like 11 o'clock at night with nobody else around him, just a, a, a dude in his llama. And, I'm, and he was the nicest guy. And he's like, this is Cesar. I'm talking about Cesar and, and hugging Cesar. And just like, wow, this, this happened, this really weird moment. And just staying in contact because uh, we went, you know, we did a, TV spot at KGW together and just kind of had this really cool kinship through a random meeting moment and just being able to kind of like work with each other and push it. So to your question about marketing and, and how to stay relevant with new marketing ideas, um, a lot of it is just amazing people that I meet. It's the people that are magical and it's the people that are really the ones doing the amazing work. Not to say that I don't, but really it's it's them that I'm drawing. Like last year doing the furry drawing, um, dear friend Nargle, and having, I mean, Nargle came out with this huge pack of furries. One flew all the way from Boston to come out. And uh, like like the passion for the art they do and the art that I do, it's just this amazing just gets in here and it's awesome and it's just so much fun and i love all the input that i get and and people go oh you should go over here and watch people and go over here and watch people um and a lot of people go oh, i'm not weird enough to be sketchy and it's like you are uh everybody is uh because the beauty about it is people can be hilarious without even trying to be hilarious and that's what i love about this project is that it celebrates everybody and it could be somebody that's just dressed to the nines, you know, walking, or it could be somebody playing guitar in the middle of a street. Like, it's just, it's everybody. That's the goal of this project that it became. I didn't think it would be, but it's definitely evolved that way. <laughs> you're a tortoise turning yourself on your back when you're an artist. And that's, that's good because that you gotta be able to grow and you gotta be able to learn how to take it and learn how to take positivity, negativity, 
and all points in between. And again, going back to the, as long as you do it for you first, everything else just is it's in the background. Like you are the, you're, you're at the front, you know, you're, you're the, the tip of your spear and uh, don't worry about all the other stuff. Yeah. Easier said than done, but <laughs> I try to adhere to that. I can't tell you what the goals are. I can't, I couldn't tell you what I want to make because, you know, that changes from day to day. It changes over time. But as long as it's what I want to do at the present day, and as long as it satisfies me in that time range that I want to do something, that, that's all I want to do. That's it. It's pretty boring. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> Being able to learn to work with your work you've created like goals the beauty thing about that project is i almost don't even have to write for it the characters begin to write for themselves or i'll start writing dialogue and i'll just write so many paragraphs and just go that's marty that's zizi that's zizi that's zane and just know like it's 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 really kind of cool and and a lot of I've learned that from a lot of cartoonists over the years where they just the they'll, the characters they've just done them for so long they'll write for themselves they'll do the work for them and you just got to just draw it and be like wow that was in here but it it was almost beyond here and a lot of it's uh, like real life uh, experiences and just thinking about band moments and especially band moments that go wrong. When you get spinal tap moments on stage, I mean, I had a moment that, God, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've worked this into a comic, and I can't wait. Maybe it's the next comic I do. But we were doing a show, and I had my guitar, and my lead singer had really long black hair, and he comes headbangs over, and his hair comes over my headstock, and when he comes back to pull his hair, my guitar goes with him, so his hair's entwined into my headstock and so we're conjoined and so his head's down like this and i'm like i'm like come on and i remember just grabbing my headstock grabbing his hair and just pulling and i can hear him scream over the music and everything but that's just that was a moment that i'm like i i can't believe this is happening and uh it's those moments like that that write the comic and it's real life experiences. You know, you got to write what you know, and you got to write from experiences. That's when you're going to get the genuine art uh, out there. You know, because I think a lot of people, myself included, don't know, didn't know, and are finding out, have found out, and have yet to find out where they take their art, where do they move to the next step. And the next step is a lot of various avenues. Long story boring. You just got to keep going and surround yourself with people that are better than you. That's just the biggest, some of the best advice I ever got is surround yourself with people that are better than you. If you don't ask, it's already a no. I can't tell you how many times that inspiration has just pushed me to make a call, stop into a bookshop, write an email and just go, you should have my art, let's do this, and just keep pushing. And it's like, don't be afraid of the no, look for the yes, and be ready for the yes. And I think that's a huge thing that people might get caught up on is you go into like a gallery or something, oh, hey, you should uh, do this, that, or the other. And then they go, yeah, let's do that. And then you're like, oh, I didn't think you were going to say yes. I'm not even ready for that next step. Be ready for that next step. Have everything going. 
get all your work and everything on the front line ready to rock and roll. Because if they go, that sounds like a great idea. And you go, fantastic, here it is. And you're just boom, boom. And then that momentum, it's infectious of how it just goes and then just permeates and just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Because they tell two friends and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and it just goes. So don't be afraid of the no and keep going. Surround yourself with people that are better than you. My drummer says confidence without conceit. And that's, that's exactly what it is. It's know, you, know you're good at your craft. Know that you bring value to something, but never think you're better than somebody. Never think you're more deserving than somebody, but just be, you know, be confident without conceit and be nice and thank people. Like I'm thanking you, you right there. Thank you. I'm gonna repeat the question that kicked off this whole section with Jack. Do you ever get afraid or are you just a fearless creator? Personally, I tend to be more of a fearful creator, but when I surround myself with people like Jack, I become a little more fearless each time I work on something. What about you? How would you answer that question? And who do you need to surround yourself with on your creative journey? It was a lot of fun returning to this interview with Jack. I think I'm gonna like returning to past interviews and searching for meaningful stories to share on the show. Let me know what you think. In the meantime, head to gwtw.co slash 701 for the link to Jack's episode of Getting Work to Work the series. You can see his drawings and hear how I edited together his words into a compelling narrative. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.